what is a food that you like to eat that you're maybe ashamed of that is a little mm. bit embarrassing i like to ask this question and i stole it from my friend miguel and uh, i i use it in my classes to break the ice and it's pretty fun it's a thinker mm. yeah. do you have one do you, have you rattled off a few in your times with this question I have. I mean, one, I don't think it's really that weird, but my husband thinks it's weird. And it's um, making like Annie's mac and cheese and then adding a can of tuna and then adding jardinera. And I see your faces. Yeah. But like you cold sh- or like you, l- you let it mm-hmm. cold no, it's up? Hot. It's, like, oh, it's, it's hot. like a casserole. Okay. Like a tuna casserole. Okay. My mm. stomach is turning like as Whatever. we speak. I got that your back. Terrible. I would fuck with this. And you put it, it on uh the, when the, you the put pasta's on a little like bit a filler. Of- it's like a tuna salad and the pasta is like a nice carb filler. Yeah, so yeah. do you put this the, the 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 cheese or the cheese powder in there? Of course. The cheese powder's in there? Yeah. Oh. All right, whatever. Do I don't you, need to do be you put shamed the cheese, about Do you put this. the cheese powder on last so it's like dry? You know, nice and Ew, that's disgusting. Oh, okay. what's wrong with you? I don't know. Mm. You're still putting the cheese. Okay, on. You're all right. Still putting the powder. Okay, in there. let's move on from mine. Who else has one? I don't know if I want to share it now because you kind of got I, ripped up for I, that. A wait, little bit. I got one. I think. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> I think the listeners might have some um, experiences in this in this in this arena here. So it's very simple, but it looks very weird, and I still think it's weird, but it's delicious. So you get just black beans, right? Boring, delicious, um, a staple. And you put a little bit of sour cream and you just kind of swirl it up. You just turn mm-hmm. that turn that shit in a cyclone I'm and listening. it goes it goes purple almost. Because it's like this dark, deep, indigo yeah. black bean. I'm waiting for the part with, where you should be ashamed. Yeah. But it looks weird. I'm not saying it tastes weird. It tastes exactly I'm expecting. Black beans and sour cream, dude. That's the most like. Delicious. Yeah, but people always do the dollop and they're ashamed and scared to give it that fucking Mm. swirl. Are we? I'm not. All right. I'm going to take a page out of his book. Mine is donuts with milk. Yeah, these are terrible. No, all right. Okay, well, what about. Okay, I like. I have historically (laughs) uh, uh, just eaten ramen, you know, just without cooking it, just like the. Like oh, a snack, just like the yeah, just the hard part, just eating it. I've had that back in the day, but like you go Still through a whole a whole thing. Uh, it just depends. It's just like you know, let's say you're. It, I mean, depends I, on I, the circumstance. I think I fucked around one time, you know, when I was a kid and ate the whole thing raw. Ooh. But I, but you know, it started with the. It started when you used to make it, and then there's like the little crumbs in the. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't open the back, you just like crumbs it, and you're like, I was do like, you mm. throw, do you throw seasoning on there? Or is no, it- no. See, I didn't do that. So that's another thing. It's a healthier option, I think, oh, for people. Oh. I think it's a healthier option. It's like a shittier rice cake. Less, less mm. sodium. It's mm. not shitty though. Could you imagine telling a senora <laughs> that you eat this? I mean, I, mean, I did when I was a like, kid, but I, I'm stand by it. You, you would be crucified. By a senora, like yeah, she's like, know. no, mijo, come here. I have, I have boiling water. We yeah. can, uh, we can get you right. <laughs> no, it's, and that's the thing. It's not that it's hard to boil water, but it's like kind of good. You know, it's like you know, it's crunchy, but it's not too crunchy. It's not, it's not like eating. It's not like eating just like pasta out the box. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's a little different. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm judging pretty what separates hard. it from eating just like Cause pasta it's, sticks? It's not. It's not like as hard as yeah, you're like right, a yeah. spaghetti. You know. Sp- <laughs> wow mm-hmm. a lot to think mm. about who's hate so who's hating who's with me if you ate who's a whole- with me yeah. mm. <laughs> uh, it's quiet now. i as a child loved bologna oh yeah yes, me too. like i love bologna like a yeah. white bread mayo, mayo and bologna, bologna. That's nothing it. else Not nothing else and you compress it with your hands no, to make and, it even more and you and you you fry up that bologna you either oh, microwave yeah, it or you, you fry it up mm. you yeah. lost me on the mayo i don't do the mayo on that you don't do mayo period mayo. or you don't do it on that sandwich period but i love a bologna Mm. Oh my god. Bologna. Bologna. I refuse to be told that those (laughs) words, those those silent letters, I don't believe in them. This is that's like Hood Chronicles, where like if you were like really just making a a practical sandwich, it would be two pieces of white bread, one bologna, one bologna, uh, mayo, and then you, again, I would compress it with my hand for some weird fucking reason. That's, that's, 
That's gross to me. It makes it like a you bite. Know, it gives it like a, it's not fluffy like anymore. So, it's just but, like, so you you crunch the so the bread it, the bread is like tight like on the meat. Or like flatten it. Yeah, it would That's just be gross. more of a no, thank you. of a frisbee sandwich. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, but the Hood Chronicles what part to is, you, is where when Who you were you? like flexing on yourself. Obviously, you pay for, you were a kid. You're not buying this fucking bologna. But I remember when you're fe- really feeling it up, you would like drop the second piece of bologna and be like, "I'm doing a big today." You know, I used to eat all the time bread with just butter on it. That was like a meal for me because like. Wait, you know, toast it. You toast it. No, nothing. Shit. I didn't do anything. How'd you get the butter? How'd you get the butter on the bread? Like, no, seriously. I am so sorry. I know. It was a really (laughs) sad time. You had to go through that. We didn't have a lot. You just dip it in water. Uh no no that's Wait, like from was the Oliver butter Twist. was the butter straight out of the fridge so it was really cold and it would rip the, yeah, the that's what I'm asking this one like how the fuck did you do that yeah 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 it was like that can I ask you something I was a child so what did I know did you but, wrap like Wonder Bread around a whole stick of butter and just like bite because that actually doesn't sound terrible I should a butter have. burrito oh wait 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 but I also did. Uh, mayo sandwiches where it was just bread and mayo. I, I respect that. No. You, hey, you could have used a slice of bologna in, the, bologna no in there. No Sometimes respect. we didn't have it. Mm. So no what are you going to do? Was bare. Mm. Did right. you ever have like a homie yeah. like Jorge come and just smash it down for no reason? <laughs> Get rid of all that unnecessary air. Yeah, he's like too much air in this. <laughs> I like you know, the fluffy. The best sandwich. And too I, airy. I will fight you if you disagree with me. Um, was the field trip sandwich. It didn't matter what your sandwich was. You would go to the Brookfield Zoo. Mm-hmm. They would throw all of your lame ass sandwiches into a fucking big plastic bin. <laughs> big yeah. And then and then you'd come back three hours later and that room temperature ass sandwich with your Fritos or your Doritos that you would just slide in there for oh, the crunch. Yeah. I don't know why. That to me is the epitome of what a sandwich should be. Because yeah. you oh know it's well traveled. It's well traveled. It's just it's just lived a life. You know, I, I I didn't know that. That didn't happen because I didn't grow up here. But when my kids would, I I like chaperoned a field trip one time, and I remember they just came out with a bin, and it was just like it was like you know airport luggage. Like they were just yeah, throwing it on the conveyor f- belt and just like poof. you don't even know if it went in the yeah. fridge. Yeah, you know it just no, it, it, was just, it was just like in the back of the bus or something like that. That makes know. me believe in humanity though, because never in the history of the field trip sandwich has a lunch ever been lost. It's true. No one has ever yeah. stolen More a sandwich. Kids have been yeah. lost than lunches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like we have, we have Connor's lunch, but we didn't have no fucking idea where he is. We have, can, <laughs> can I have his lunch though? <laughs> Wait, what's in his what's in his lunch though? Yeah, the chips in it hit different. Still kind of does, but not that. That was in a whole era. And then I love. Um, oh, you've outgrown it. Look at this motherfucker. <laughs> I still throw hot Cheetos in my sandwiches. Whatever. Ooh, about those. Yeah. The funny thing was uh, when folks unanimously talk about the nostalgic thing of like the uh, the the pool appetite. Do you ever go to the pool yeah, growing yeah. up and you get home Ravenous. and you're just a monster? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That's like yeah. unanimous. I've never heard someone be like, actually, no. What's the science behind that? But I, yeah, because you're, you're was, so was tired. You're yeah. like, you work out a lot, but you're not sweating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. you forget you're working out because you're like kid pool mm-hmm. fun, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just really hard on the oh, body shit. to swim. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Um, I remember. Is the pee water in the pool a factor at all? Like, because you're probably that like drinking you some of that in. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That was that was the thing about swimming in a pool that was tough. You know, the pee, all the pee. Yeah, all the pee. But I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about fast food because we were chatting mm. about that earlier. What's a fast food item that really slaps for you? I, for my whole life, never missed, have supported the Whopper. That's the angle I'm taking. That's the. I like a Whopper, but it's, it's like a thousand. Boiled. A yeah. thousand calories or what and then body shame us like and, what and food the shame f- us. You're gonna be like, yo, what is your favorite fast food? And he's gonna say it and then you're gonna bring out the cow. That's unreal. That's yeah, absurd. I, and she did the she did the she eyed Jorge up and down and goes, That's a thousand calories. <laughs> oh my Jorge. god. That's wow. not wow. that's not what happened. Wow. That's exactly I mean, we got three people say otherwise. Just run it back real quick. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be a callback. There used to be a McDonald's equivalent called the big and tasty, but that has been sunset. <laughs> a few year a few years ago. Yeah. No, I like a whopper, but that I was just saying for me, it's it's not worth all the calories. Mm. Unless I'm really 
Well, I'll have a second hunger. one for you in your yeah, honor. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, just, I love. Wait, just be careful, man. That's <laughs> Hopefully, it's like the salad at Wendy's or some shit. She's gonna be like, "That's still eight hundred and fifty calories." Just for the record, I don't give a fuck what Jorge eats. It sounds like you do. Mm. Sounds like. Anyway, could we talk about it says mayo sandwich? <laughs> that was my sad childhood. Okay, there's a a tear trickling down my face. A whopper um, has mayo, plenty of it. Mm. That's why you get the thousand calories. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I think I heard the flame broil knock uh, burns off five hundred calories. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, Science. and then chewing, Science, kids. then chewing it is another right. five hundred that you're burning. Yeah, you break up those molecules. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you guys are getting Science. really yeah. annoying. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about checkers because checkers is the shit, oh, and people don't yeah. give it the enough fries love. and rallies. So they're the, the same. same. They're Champurger, the champburger, and fries. I like the Ooh. chicken sandwich. I think this chicken mm. sandwich is really good. I grew up eating it, so mm. yeah. The fries for me, mm-hmm. slap. I got one that they don't. They also don't make anymore, but it really, it made me feel special, and it was delicious. And it was the the Arch Deluxe from McDonald's. Now, if you don't remember, you see, I think Jorge is too young. The Arch Deluxe, they they marketed it. It was like fancy. The, it was like fancy, like for adults. Oh, so yeah. like, I didn't even know if I was fucking allowed to. Like I thought it was like alcohol. Like they'd be like, I'm sorry. you thought it was <laughs> the beaded curtain. Show me ID. Store? I was <laughs> like, can I get a Arch Deluxe? And it just turned me away. Be like, let me see your ID. And I'm like, I don't have one. I'm I'm 11. You're like right. Yes. <laughs> but but no, I I remember we were in the drive through and like someone's mom. I was like, can I get it? Arch Deluxe. She was like, okay. So she ordered it. So I was like, oh cool. She just hooked me up with some. Contraband up in this motherfucker. Wow. They did market it as though you were supposed to eat it with your pinkies up. Yeah, like no, it was, and it was yeah. like for adults. Like they, I, mm-hmm. I specific, for I remember, adults. I remember interpreting it as like a ten year old being like, "Oh shit!" And I got it, and it was, it was like I thought I was gonna like it because usually shit for adults at that time, I was like, "Gross!" Ah. Like Wait. it was delicious. Did, did y'all remember McDonald's trying to pitch a build it at home burger? The McDLT. No. Yes. I'm not gonna buy fast food to make it at home. One, it's two. Not, yes, that was. Wait, I know, oh, I know, oh, you know of what? it. What do you mean, make it at home? Like, what does that mean? They sell it to you in parts. <laughs> right. I don't know. Break it down, man. I read about this shit. It's fucked up. Oh, it was so great. Uh, the marketing was awesome too, because you want to keep the cold side cold and the hot side hot. So it was to reheat. It was, a, it was a styrofoam container, and you would have in one half you'd have the meat and I believe like the top half of your burger, and then the other half would be like your lettuce, tomato, and all the other stuff. And then when you were ready to join forces, to join those two forces and let the, the, you know, let the whole thing happen, you pop open that thing and you just build it. Wait, the I, fuck am I, like, a line cook? What the, yeah, I'm a child. work to do. I, okay, that's kind of a good idea. You know? I respect it. Like, yo, dog, imagine, especially in this day and age, you get, you get your shit delivered. Like, mm. you know, lettuce. yeah, you would, they have, they have hot yeah. on one side and then cold the other, you put your, Put your nice cold lettuce on. I mean, in I this economy, hot, hot yeah. in this like, economy, yeah. Saying, this yeah. Economy. I think they knock some off because you have to assemble it yourself, knock some money off the price. That's, you know, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe steak and egg used to do that because I remember that that whole thing with the separate ingredients. Wait, mm-hmm. you just reminded me it. of an underrated one. It's not near. It's not in the cities, so it's always like you just have to be around. But steak and egg reminded me of steak and shake. Those that that's a fast good spot. food slaps. It's a good yeah, spot. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Good burgers, good shakes. Just yeah. anyway, I like quick it. plug. Mm-hmm. Culver's. I like Culver's. Oh, Culver's is is a good burger. Nice. What's a, like a shitty plate? Like on the road. Like I like I'll say like we go on like when we take a school trip somewhere like deep in the cut. In the my, butt. My yeah, in, in the butt. Yeah, that's that's why. <laughs> I have a therapist talk about those field trips uh, <laughs> and the cutting in the butt. That's what he used to say. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no. Uh, but, but no, like we, we, we stopped at this place called Shoney's. Y'all ever heard of that? Oh yeah. I've, I've seen, seen it. it. On the, yeah. On the I've been yeah. in the Shoney's. This shit is like, it, I mean, it was fine for me, but like thinking back, like that shit was bullshit. Like those burgers yeah. were bullshit. They, they're like, never was, in a place where you want to be. Oh yeah. Right. It's <laughs> right. like out in the middle, yeah. like four hours out from like a major city. Yeah. That, always. That makes me think of um, Carl Jr.'s never had it. To me, it's just like a highway myth. Like, it doesn't exist unless... Is that thumbs up, thumbs I mean, down? I mean, it's, it's also I've a Hardee's. It. They're the same. Oh, They're yeah, the same, yeah, same company. Yeah. Yeah. Um, never been to either. Any Lots thoughts of commercials. There? St. Louis. 
They used to have them in the South. I've been to Hardee's. I never heard of. I never really been to Carl's Jr. Oh, it's like West uh, West Coast. Yeah, I think. but I've been I've been to Hardee's. I'm gonna say something that might upset some listeners, oh, and that's that In and Out is good. Yeah, but oh, like that's heck? it. It's yeah. good. Ooh. It's not like the best thing I've ever had. It's just no, I would eat the burger. No. I'm with you, and uh, I'd put it on par with Culver's. Yeah, Culver's is a I mean, really good fast yeah. food burger. It's, I, like, it's like a done up fast food yeah. burger. I just think it's funny to even think we're in fucking Chicago, like the Midwest. It's just funny to think that a burger from somewhere else would even impress us in that way. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, honest, <laughs> like I'm just saying, like shit we've is very real. Yeah. Over a lot here of stuff the over here. Yeah. yeah, people me, forget about us, but we've really have so much here in the city. For our listeners in Sweden, I'll give a little context. <laughs> We just found out a ton of listeners in Sweden. Um, Thank you. <laughs> we have and why, but go yeah, ahead. And Love by it. a ton, he means two. Yeah, but that's um, fine. I have this like this is like my go-to burger, and it's actually a hot dog joint. But the crazy thing is, this is Chicago, and I want to communicate to folks that aren't from here. It's a place that's cooking onions from when they open to when they close. It's like a heap of onions, steaming more onions that are above it. So just this mountain. I'm sure they discard the bottom burnt ones but outside of that it's beautiful that's they even hot dog stand they too. even steam mm-hmm. pork chops in those onions <gasps> wait what yeah it's maxwell street. street yeah but my favorite thing maxwell is getting street. a burger the burger's yes. unassuming it's unimpressive but they're giving me these onions that have worked countless hours i'm with you i'm with you i that's, used to eat that in college that it burger, was fucking right? good yeah okay thank you well just, or the it. hot dog with a bunch of onions oh, yeah. oh delicious mustard uh grilled onions people think yeah this is the weird thing. They always think about deep dish pizza, and then they think about that really colorful hot dog. The colorful hot dog's great. Deep dish is great. But when we eat hot dogs, it's Maxwell Street most often for me. Mustard, grilled-ass onions, been cooking for eight hours. Mm-hmm. And that's my style. It's There's these weird misconceptions. And you find those, like, deep in the hood, too. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, usually. Or, like, a, along the highway. Oh, yeah. people are, like, going home drunk. And then they're like, oh. Yeah, I took a suburban friend there one time. And my favorite thing was like, when we pulled up to the spot, it was like, here? Oh, I love that question. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, the fuck are here. I, <laughs> I only want to eat at a place that looks like it is the former, current, or future site of a homicide. I mean, that's the thing about Chicago. Right? Like that's the, the best like, food. That the is shittier the best. shit looks, it? like the older it looks, like it's been there for longer. I'm like, I bet you this shit slaps. And it like does. My my childhood yeah, I mean, my childhood hot dog stand recently went through a renovation and now looks like polished and nice. Oh no! I don't I don't go yeah. there. It's not as good. Y'all know what I've been on? I've been on um I've this is I'm two for two right now. My last taco purchases have been from mechanic like auto shops. Oh. There's there's two variations. One is an auto shop that runs seven days a week. That gives someone a little puesto, a little oh, like there's space. There's a place here, mm-hmm. and yep. you got to walk up. I don't got. No car business, but I want four tacos, right? And there's another one which is cool, and it's a auto shop five days a week, taco shop two days a week. They kind of keep flip-flopping. I love it. Yeah. I I love the hustle of our people. That's something that I really admire. Like, you know, we just try to work hard and make shit happen, even if it's not perfect, if it looks weird, if it's not, like, what people expect yeah. So I I like that sort of thing. That's why I'll always eat at a gas station restaurant because I feel like maybe this is I mean, the best thing I've ever had. I mean, in Chicago, not out there. No, no, no. Yeah, no. not out there. No, yeah. not maybe maybe in Austin. You know, sure. like I feel like that would be a place where you could do that. But um, but not the place you yeah. stop at three in the morning yeah, when you're not going out there. You know. No. I wouldn't want that food. I like Same like dish. an actual like yeah. taquero, like Vietnamese food. Like I've yeah. seen this shit on TV. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'm like, where they split sounds- the the property. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, 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 exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. No. Some exactly. of those are coveted. Some of those mm-hmm. are like yeah. selling out. Because imagine like the business is probably so good because people are always needing gas. I love that too. You pull up, you're like, let me get twenty on five. Let me get white owls. White owls. <laughs> I'm 13 again. Just let me have this. Um, and um, and two burritos. I just I love it. And some lemon heads. No chingues. 
Erica L. Sanchez and the No Chingas crew explore issues, questions, and assorted chingaderas. We're solving the world's problem, one shit-talking session at a time. No Chingas. We have no idea what we're doing, but let's keep it moving with the unearned confidence of a mediocre white man. Hello, everybody. Um, this is Erica. I'm not sure why that sounded so breathy. Excuse it's, me. It's very breathy. It's an NPR voice. I didn't mean to. It was it's just it's like you're made, you're made for it. I like being on NPR. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I feel very you're cool. Great. You're great. You are very cool. Thank you. It's just, it's so seamless. They make it so you you sound smarter. Anyway, um, my name is Erica L. Sanchez, and I am a writer of books and a very scary witch feminist. Uh, I am Martin Malecho. PhD in pendejadas and assorted shit. Um, I will also answer to Huckleberry Finn. Oh my god, love it! Um, Jorge here, um, attending weekly to spew my chingaderas. Um, and they said there would be free beer, so I got here early. <laughs> Yours was free. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's up, it's Roddy. Uh, you know it is. I, don't want to be here. I feel like I had to be just for the children. To let them know what the fuck's going on. So this next segment is called No Chingas, and it is where we all bring something to the table that's pissing us off that we're really worked up about, and. Um, I have one to start us off, and that is uh, yesterday evening, no, morning, it was morning, I was at my writing desk in my attic, looking outside my window, as I often do, thinking deep thoughts and shit, Um, and then I saw a man with his penis out, and I was like, oh my God, what is happening? I thought he was masturbating. I wasn't sure what, you know, like if there was another person there, I was really scared. And so I open up the window and I scream at him. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? What's wrong with, you know, typical. And he, he's like, yeah, I'm doing that. And then he continued. And then I, I ran to try to get his uh, license plate number and I couldn't. And it just made me so mad because I, I've i been reading a lot about the femicides in Mexico specifically um, because for many reasons, I can't stop thinking about it. It's something that haunts me. Um, I think about how it could be me, you know, all these women who are, are killed just to, because they're existing out in the world. And so anyway, I, I've been really fixated on this and, and then that I feel is related to this man taking his penis out in the middle of the street for anyone to see, you know, it's, it's a way to be aggressive. It's a way to, you know, show that you don't give a fuck about social conventions and how people feel. And he didn't even like go down the block so he, he could, go in the alley which was really yeah. close by was he yanking it or was he peeing no i just saw him uh, like holding it and oh, then shit. he was peeing. It's like in the middle of the street yeah i just you know i i think it's all related because of this like toxic masculinity that makes people men think that this is something that they're allowed to do and 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 something that they want to do like why would you want to be that guy it's just really disgusting and it I, f- I feel like men feel like all this permission all the time to just do whatever they want and i'm tired of it and i've been tired of it and i'm just like thinking about all the women who lose their lives as a result of this attitude and and i wanted to share some stats with you all about um these Femicides. Violence against women in Mexico rises to over 70% study fines. And that is from Reuters. It's from this year. And, you know, this article is about how 
you know, on average, some 10 women are killed every day and tens and thousands are missing. And so I'm just thinking about this like some sort of fucking apocalypse because the the fact that so many women are being murdered just because they're women and being, you know, presented um, in public, you know, they leave their corpses in different places. Like, it's horrific. It's out of a fucking nightmare, out of a, a horror movie. And, and it's all to make this point that they are superior, that they're, you know, they, they can do this because no one ever gets caught. People don't go to jail. It, the system is really messed up. And so nothing happens. And then, and then what we do have are these incredible mothers who are fucking so pissed. They have nothing left to lose because their daughters are fucking dead. And they're just like getting shit done. And it's it's just it's it's a lot. I've been processing all of this and, and trying to like understand like all 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 the different dots and how they connect. So um can I ask so like the authorities, which are all men as well. Mostly, yeah. Uh, in Mexico, is essentially complicit in this because they're not and and active, they, actively. Yes, or they don't care. Yeah, either so, one. So all these these women and, and girls are missing and, and getting murdered, and nothing happens. There's no. There are no consequences. There are no real investigations. Nothing yeah. happens Damn. unless a mother is so fucking pissed off and like like really extraordinary to be able to do this to like demand justice for uh their daughter you know when like no one really gives a fuck it's just it's really heartbreaking and i i think about it a lot and um i don't know what will happen like what it will it take to live in a society in which women are simply safe like first of all like i think that's the first thing we have to be safe and how do we do that men yeah, i was gonna i was gonna ask for any oof, any advice for that audience what would you suggest as men we do to um help get that right support where we can um short term long term whatever it is that that you think we might um take into account i think it's really important for men to call each other out when they see some sort of violence um whether it's physical or mental emotional whatever i think it's a lot of the time men are really complicit because they you know they don't feel obligated to interfere they think it might be weird or awkward um, so like actively standing up for what's right, even if it's going to be an uncomfortable situation. And I'm not saying put yourself in danger, but like if your homie says something real fucked up, like, are you going to correct him or are you just going to let him say it? Yeah. That feels like the thing when people have say like, oh, my uncle aunt at the holidays were racist. And it's like, and what you right, say? my right. first question is, yeah. I was like, well, what'd you say? It's the same scenario mm -hmm. in terms of. Are you going to let it slide and keep it as a ongoing predicament? Are you just going to speak up and do your part and it's collective? But you're right. It's all it's almost like convenient to be complicit. Yeah. For And you're part of it yeah. when you're com when you don't say anything. Yeah. You're like allowing it to happen. Same with racism and yeah. you know anything else. Mm -hmm. it, it if you're not fighting against it then you're part of it. And I think that we it's if you've been alive the past like I don't know eight years, like you can see that how speech and talking like not condemning shit that is like truly racist or sexist or anything that that's truly you know fucked up in that way and letting that shit go like you see where it's getting us like it, it's it's a real slippery slope and that's how it all starts and we're and we're really I mean seeing the result of that a lot of these attacks like. Think of all the people in government who don't condemn them, right? 
Yeah. And so, and thinking I'm still allowing to have places of government. So what does that tell these little, you know, all these little fucking racist, anti-Semitic turds about what they're allowed to do? So yeah. it just it just it's keeps going. And so that's and so like it's connected to that situation in Mexico. Like it's okay yeah. to kill women. It's okay for girls to go missing there because nothing fucking happens. No, you know, you know what I mean? No, yeah, no consequences. It's like incredibly rare that anything goes to trial. And I also saw a video of a forensics um lab where they were, you know, storing the remains and good god, it was really fucking chilling it was like again out of a horror film and it's just like women matter so little to to these men that even their bodies are not you know taken care of already dead you know they're like they're desecrating bodies because they hate women that much and if we're not fucking horrified by that if we're not pissed off like something's wrong and so i just don't know where to place all of this rage it's overwhelming i think in the same way that um like ibram kendi is talking about like anti-racism right like you're either in the moment anti-racist as in you are trying to dismantle the moment or system that is racist or you are perpetuating and allowing it even in your silence. And this is violence. So. That, and that is violence, right? And um, I like what Jorge said, because I think he tied it back to something that we've talked about a lot, which is like race, right? And I'm like, if we, I've talked to certain people who go to Thanksgiving dinner and go like, oh, my uncle, he's such a racist, but I don't want it to get uncomfortable during the meal. So I kind of just like, I don't say anything. And it's on that same vein that, like, as men, kind of like what you're speaking to, Erica, mm-hmm. which is, like, it, it you only have influence in whatever sphere that you exist in, right? Like, some of it, you, you, if you have a platform, awesome. If not, like, you still exist in these spaces, in your families, in your friend group, whatever. Um, when you see it happening, when you see the rhetoric happening that then leads to the violence against women, Right. And you could draw a line between those two things. If you if there is rhetoric that dehumanizes, or that is 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 violent in nature against women, that is the you know that that sets that that makes fertile ground for there to be actual violence. So it then, is violence itself, right? Like, no, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but then it makes the physical violence like r- the next logical sure. step. Yeah, you know what it's I'm just a different form. Like, yeah. And I feel like as men, I kind of like in the same way that we hold white people accountable, like, hey, man, just like be the idiot speed bump for your uncle. Like, don't let him cruise at that speed. We know you might not be able to, you know, miraculously cause him to be a different human after your interaction, but have him meet some resistance and, and, and have whatever influence that you can in that space. So if your homie is saying something ridiculous, be the idiot speed bump, right? Like, yeah. that's all you can do. And, you know, ideally don't align yourself with homies who say that sort of shit yeah and i think if you're a father you have to be just committed to loving your child no matter what no matter if they're queer trans whatever it doesn't matter i feel like oftentimes men you know especially with their sons if they're not what they expected they're just really horrible to them and 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 these you know these kids grow up and then they perpetuate that sort of violence upon women so it's like just be empathetic and be a person and um raise sons that respect women that like care about how women feel and and perhaps read books by women because that's a great way to learn what it's like to be a woman you beat me to it. I was going to set you up for that. But um, reading has been proven to be like the the best, one of the best ways to kind of cultivate empathy, right? So you are viewing things through a particular point of view that is all, quite often not the one that you're used to. So it's just like kind of like you are not, you know, you are training yourself to be more empathetic, to see things from points of view that are not your own, um, which you know, don't we all want that, right? We want yeah. we want people to read and learn and experience things from other points of view so that it shakes them out of their own, like, 
I don't know. We can be lazy. We can be sort of like not, we, we could not think about other points of view. We, you know, I'm not disabled. So maybe that's not something that I'm readily thinking about. I'm not Asian. So I'm not readily thinking about it. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not a lot of things. Right. And that doesn't mean anything. It just means that I have to learn more. I have to work harder. I have to think about those things that don't come naturally to me. So. And it's so interesting learning about other people and other cultures. Like, that's the thing I, I don't get. It's like, don't you want to have right. a, a, a tasty meal with a bunch of spices and weird ingredients? You know? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like a, like a filet of fish? <laughs> yeah, you, oh mean, like a, you mean like a, like a spicy sauce? chicken sandwich from uh, mm. Wendy's? Oh, my goodness. Okay, who helped? Who else has it? Wow. A no chingas because mine was that was just heavy. such a was that, that was a heavy no, one. I was gonna say I was trying to because we got to play like that silly like that fun Mexican music you know yeah, yeah. you know like yeah. in between this or some shit. <laughs> I got I don't we got to figure how do we get there? Like we'll yeah, right okay, we'll right right to, right to bring it back, bring it back. What ha- I'm doing a dance, everyone. Did, yeah, the, yeah. did the um did never mind. Go ahead, <laughs> it's gonna be terrible. I'll I'll transition it um to another no chingas um. Where it's tricky is, you know, we have, like, men get this platform by default, and we have to acknowledge that, and then not, we've talked about it before, we can't fall victim, we got to teach our kids, be good parents, but we can't fall victim to just whatever the algorithm spews at you, because that's not always, it's objective isn't healthy, it's to keep you hooked, so we were talking about, like, the high value men that popped off that week, and, (laughs) you know, like, kids, like, kids in school were talking about that shit, but, um, the 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 dude that just got sued for a ton is Alex, now back Alex, on air. Alex Jones and he, if a dude that talks like that, looks like that, has a fucking platform, we're y'all are very disadvantaged because a woman mm-hmm. like that of that of that look and of that feeling would never be out here right back popping again. Has Kanye West interviewed and they just went fucking dumb. They, they've oh, lost yeah. it. They've yeah. just completely have gone off the deep end and none of what they say is actually true. And just the fact that they have that much influence really fucking terrifies me. And it defies logic that a person like that, uh, a thumb like that has uh, not only the influence, but also a billion dollars to lose. Like he has that money. So he's just been grifting this whole time and just like, misogyny and hate will take you pretty fucking far it's a good it'll take you if you have no morals and you're willing to put any sort of like ethical considerations behind you know to the side that'll take you really really far okay yeah i mean that misogyny and uh misogyny and and bigotry train so i i can't what's you know i can just tell there's a lot of insecure dudes out there that are susceptible to this fucking bullshit like man because so i started to like listen to this shit yo like you gotta be fucking like just thinking you gotta be feeling real low for some big dumb motherfucker who like beats people up he's gonna give you a speech about being a high value male and all the yo it's like you yo, this shit is so shit is so bad so I just was like, damn, motherfuckers must be hurting out here. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's like, the guy damn. who represents you? Like, you feel yeah. a kinship with Shit. that guy? Like, fuck. That's man. like yeah. the bologna sandwich of, like, internet. <laughs> yo, 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 You're yo, down yo, no, It's no. a turd sandwich. Yeah, it's a turd, it's a turd sandwich that, that Jorge smushed down. <laughs> and was like, hey, I made it better. Here you go. <laughs> I concentrated the turd in the middle. He likes the texture better. <laughs> I mean, like, it makes me, you know, I mean, these dudes are just like, <laughs> I, and it, I, I don't know, it's, well, I, it's also fascinating to see what guys do, uh, work really hard to define what masculine is. Right. Like you think you have some picture of masculine, masculinity in your head and you represent that like you, sir, like we're all looking at you and what you look like and what you say, you're an angry turd. And you believe that you are the embodiment of whatever this fucking fictitious masculine masculinity is. It's also through, through this lens of like this is what women really want. They just want <laughs> like, this is what they want. So you got to give them this alpha male shit. Yeah, like alpha. Like, like it's just like yo, if you actually would listen to women, you would be yeah. You might yeah. You get some pussy dog. Like maybe, yeah. but I don't but it think makes you wonder. Have like, you ever spoken to a woman? I mean, like have you like all of these dudes? I'm like. Have you had a conversation with well, somebody who doesn't look like a 
like big toe. They also make it like you seem like, like, it's, you, like you do. Yeah. Like, they seem like dude. It's a, they make it seem like it's a puzzle. Like women are like this, like literally Mystery. a different fucking yes. species. So you're that like, just tells us what. So you're though. like, oh shit. You're like, oh man, you have to you like when you talk to a woman, you have to approach them like they're like, no, they're a fucking. Have you ever talked to a fucking person before? Yeah, you talk to them like a fuck. It's just like they've set up this whole shit. So all you insecure little motherfuckers who think there's like some way that you're supposed to talk to women, like. Don't be a dick, like just the way you would talk to a person, and Don't. they'll respond. Like they actually might like you, not whatever you put on as because right. uh, some dude told you his high value mouth shit. Like why are you listen to the dudes Don't. telling you how to do? Like that's Don't insane. be a dick is a yeah. relatively good piece of advice Easy. across the board. I hate Easy. those guys. Just don't be a dick. I hate them. I don't want them near me. They could give me the fucking willies, and so yeah, and I'm tired of you motherfuckers. The willies, huh? Yeah. And the Charlies. Is that Spanish for boner? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Shut the hmm. fuck up. Interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Oh I, I have a, I have no chingas. Uh, it's uh, we get we get uh, a very few comments. I don't even know what this is on, but this is a comment on this sh- on our own show, which I thought was great. It's it's a very sarcastic no chingas because I actually like it. Like it, it really it got, but it, it's a one star, and the head the title of it is. SMH, which is shaking my head. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> it says, just another podcast complaining about white people, period. Yeah, and it's, it's like, true. I'm surprised they gave it one star because they really get the show. Like, they really get it. Yeah. Like, they're like, they, they, they nailed it. They went to the shoe store, got shoes. Yeah. The <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah. I'm they at the shoe store. Why are there so many shoes in here? <laughs> but my favorite part is they took the extra step to then be like, well, I'm going to log in. <laughs> And I'm now going to leave this comment and I'm going to hit the post button. You took time out of your fucking day to state the obvious that water is wet. Yeah, we know. We know. Yeah. And we're yeah. not. And, and, and to clarify, not that I, I mean, if you're listening to this, you've, you've heard our podcast hopefully before. We're not we're not dogging on white people. We're dogging about uh, on whiteness in the same way. We're not dogging on men as an entire like yeah. we are, there's three of us here. Like we it's like systems that are systems that, that, are that in yeah. Place. So yeah. misogyny is a system. The patriarchy is a system, and so we go after those things. And then if you have an issue with that, you're probably listening to Alex Jones yeah. and yeah. Joe Rogan and yeah. your fucking other mm-hmm. Neanderthals who think that they know that, that you know the masculine. What is it? The high value man yeah. bullshit. If that's, right. that's you, congratulations. Yeah. You found the wrong place to be, but thanks for letting us know. Go ahead Whoever and smelt it, dealt it. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and SMDH. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go away. Yeah. Go, yeah, no. you know, like find a hobby. No, no. Macrame, something. <laughs> Just fucking leave just us alone. Enough, can, are there other ones? Can someone recommend other podcasts that just just uh, uh, like uh, hate on white people or whatever this person said? Recommend feminist podcasts and recommend like uh, yeah, yeah yeah. Let us know. Uh, yeah, just another podcast <laughs> hating on white people. Well, like, I think we're pretty special, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's like what about the good things? <laughs> you heard Kanye. He was. Hey, he had some good things to yeah. say. Okay, so well, this and that and that boils boils us down to one thing. We are we are multifaceted. We talk about sandwiches. Mm-hmm. We talk about turd sandwiches. Turds, tur- also turds, which is under the sandwich umbrella. Under the sandwich yeah. umbrella, there's a lot of umbrellas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talk about pooping uh, dogs, dogs, dogs that poop, mm-hmm. and you ignored all of that. Mm-hmm. And just you, you, you just zoned in and like focused on the anti-white supremacy angle, and you focused on that. And you know what pisses me off the most is that you ignored her best idea in D's Nuts Academy, which we are developing into a multi-part mm. series. Yeah. yeah, Netflix. And yep. And I hope that you fucking enjoy it, SMD, SMH, yeah. motherfucker, because you know it's gonna be great. Wait till Oscar it blows up. Oscar-worthy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You think... I don't know. I was just wondering if this reviewer likes candies. Oh, you, oh what, they what, definitely... What, what kind of candies? Yeah, what do you mean? Candies nuts fit in your review? Ooh. <laughs> oh, boy. Ooh, bam. I don't want to cut that because it makes Jorge look bad, but I also want to cut that because <laughs> yeah. it can make us look bad. I don't know. It's sort of... I'm, I'm sort of torn. Candy's Nuts Academy. Candy's. <laughs> he was workshopping. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, we were spitballing. We were you spitballing. Know? 
<laughs> Does it have legs? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> not. <laughs> Maybe not. Not everything has legs. Worms. <laughs> Worms. Snakes. <don't>. Snakes. <laughs> No Salamanders, legs. I yeah. don't know. Actually, no, I think they, they, they get legs. I think they don't have they legs at the beginning, and then they get legs. Tadpoles, but oh. then they get legs. Okay, maybe this is a tadpole. Like See? it's like a, it's like sort of like Van Gogh. Like we don't mm. know it's good yet. Yeah. There's snakes with but legs. later on, I'll be like, and damn. The, see, and this Jorge reviewer, really has this reviewer is missing this. He's <laughs> yeah. saying all we do is talk about like uh, whiteness, but look at us. We're talking about tadpoles. Yep. We're talking about salamanders. Mm-hmm. And he's missing this. That's mm-hmm. fucking reptiles and all kinds of amphibians and shit. Yeah, he's bitch. Not, he's not we ran through super us. mid-market fast food too, like mm-hmm. the right. the uh, Culvers, the In and Outs mm-hmm. of the world, rallies, checkers. So I guess what we're desperately saying is that people should review our podcast and give us five stars to yes, make up for this yes. motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Go review take. those burgers. And, yeah. and thank and you then review to, the, that on our to the, like the sprinkle of good reviews I've seen. I think it's so sweet and. Thank you so much. It means a lot. I don't really care that much either way, but I just thought that one in particular was hilarious. That is fun. Yeah, that is, that is a good one. That is great. I want him to call in. We'll, we'll figure it out. Reach out, buddy. Like, like reach out because I would love to talk to you. I would no, love to have yeah. a full-on conversation with you. Yeah. Just another, and I also want to know the other podcast. Can if you can you write back and just list the other podcast that talks about white people because I just want to listen to. Them. I would love to. Yeah. Like, which other ones are there? I want more content. <laughs> oh, man. Do you have a no chingas? So, I have a standing no chingas. Uh, it's not necessarily topical. Uh, and I've described my contempt and disdain for uh, Marky Mark Wahlberg. Oh, my God. Uh, Here we go. But, and that's always my go-to. But I'm not going to go there because clearly you guys responded uh, unfavorably to my, my hatred of the man. No, um, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. No, but but on a similar vein, I am uh, both confused and oddly incensed by Jerry Seinfeld. And there's no reason <laughs> for me, like, at the moment, mm-hmm. like, he didn't say something, like, okay. yesterday or within the past week. It's just always in the back of my mind. So at any point you ask me what I'm thinking about, it's my hatred for Jerry Seinfeld. Like, so if I'm ever like, he's not funny. If I'm staring off into the distance and you're like, hey, you look really, you know, uh, pensive. What are you thinking about? It's like, I hate Jerry Seinfeld. He's not funny. Um, I've realized that I enjoyed his uh, TV show in the 90s. Okay, I was just going to No, no. Can we just, no, no, no. Can we separate? No, no. But here's the thing. I've come to realize after watching Curb Your Enthusiasm, the beauty and the things that I liked about uh, Jerry Seinfeld's show, Seinfeld, was uh, whatever Larry David did with that show. It's Larry David who I like. True. And uh, he yeah. created, he, he clearly, you see his thumbprint on that show. And when Jerry Seinfeld was on that show, every moment he was on screen, I despised it. He's not funny. He's a terrible stand-up. And then every, every once in a while, he chimes in about how cancel culture is whatever. I'm like, dude, you're talking about Pop-Tarts and like yeah. airplane flights and yeah. headphones and who's canceling your dumbass? Well, well, he does. He does date like marry like nineteen year old women and shit like that. <laughs> there is that. I, but, forgot, but, yeah, I totally but, forgot. Yeah, about I mean, that. yeah but you know, His I, wife I don't. I is never very young looking. I don't have any hatred for him like that. I, I'm indifferent of him as a, as a comic, but that show was pretty funny. A lot of white people, but yeah, George George. In, in the show was the best. I mean, oh, no. and, oh, that's, and that's Larry. So, no, like, no. I mean, yeah. yeah, and he was the best part of it. Like, Elaine, that's like his, I'm sorry. Oh Elaine yeah, she was amazing was my too. Bitch. She's like a feminist hero at the time. Think about it, like yeah. uh, like the Sponge episode and shit like that. Yeah, she like, was to me, yeah. honestly. Like I never really thought about it until recently. But and her hair that, was iconic. She had beautiful hair. She did. She really took it. care yeah. of it. Um, and I just thought she was so funny and independent and, you know, I liked that she was a hoe, you know, I yeah. thought that was cool. And I, I grew up kind of like wanting to be like her in a sense, <laughs> not as petty, but you know, um, you know, but you are as petty. So it's good. Like, oh, you, you know, well. no, I'm just like, bam, boom. Well. See, Hey, listen, terrible review guy. Oh. That was, that was like, sort of, thank you. That was sort of positive about white people because it's a lot of you know that's the white show we know yeah. about it. so there and i just shouted out larry david who's yeah. the whitest man one of the whitest men i alive, love right? larry david yeah. fucking dude's funny he's, he's very great. funny he's super funny so put okay that, put that in your pipe and smoke it motherfucker what's the guy's name what's the guy's name uh, let's fucking talk shit right now um fuck uh, you whatever your I name think is it's uh uh 
Dickface twenty two. All right, yeah. Call I mean, in. I'm not sure. Call in. We're we're, we're waiting uh, for you. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible person eighty eight. I don't know why the eighty eight's there, but that's weird. Uh, no, it says oh, it's making fun. It might be making fun of you. What? It's El Oroca. One word. Oh. What? Mm, I like the El Roca. But just one word. Right. Say El yeah. Roca. Call us. I mm-hmm. don't. Yeah. We'd love know. to have you on the pod. <laughs> yeah. Talk to us about all your all of your thoughts. Yeah, all of your opinions. Your singular thought. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> So, I think we're getting into an advice segment. Yeah. We had some advice. Wait, no, yeah. we, so we're doing chingaderas? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. part of chingaderas. It's, well, it's always a free-for-all, so sure. here it goes. But it's when we solve the world's problems one shit-talking session at a time. Yeah. Sure, sure. One person, one, yeah, one yes. specific advice session at a time, too. So crack a beer, uh, <laughs> light a joint or a blunt or whatever you smoke on. Sipping on some yeah. henny, maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Pour some yak. And um, let me just tell you what I think about your stupid, ugly boyfriend. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Damn. I'm just kidding. No, no, no. Okay. No, okay. you're not. You're Every not. single one of I you like yeah, no, listening great. now. Yeah, so you have an opinion about no. this. No. Okay. <laughs> My girlfriend's I... listening. It's super meta right now. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, him. Yeah. What I, what I mean by that is, like, you know, people always ask me, what advice would you give to your younger self? Or what advice can you give to young women? And so often what I really want to say is break up with your stupid, ugly boyfriend. <laughs> this is great advice. You know, it's like, he no, he ain't shit. He's never going to be shit. Just get the fuck out before you end up pregnant. You know, that's how I feel. Because I've dated so many losers and I just didn't love myself. I didn't love myself. I didn't know um, how to be treated right. I had just like no concept of what a healthy relationship looked like. And so I would just like be with these like fucking turd nuggets. Stupid uglies. Stupid uglies Mm. who like treated me like shit, who weren't shit. And it, it like pains me to look back on my life and to know that, that I like dated these men who were so bad to me, who didn't care about me as a person. This, how do I say this? It feels like reverse misogyny. <laughs> You're speaking with a really broad brush. <laughs> and some of these women and men have perfectly acceptable boyfriends and you just threw them all under the bus and treated them like they're not individuals and i just want to speak on behalf wow. of, uh, of men um because i feel attacked uh that's it that's it. i just want to say not, my piece because i just want to say not all of us are stupid and ugly not all okay? of us all right <laughs> So, you know, not all yeah, men. How dare you? I'm one of those. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, not the I'm, other. Yeah. And I won't tell you which. Yeah, I no. might be stupid. I might be ugly, but I'm not both. Thank you very much. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what I also want to say to the young ladies is like, go fucking study abroad if you can. Go do some shit. Get away from your family. Learn who you are. Um, Move out of your parents' house if you still live there and you don't want to be there. Like, be your own person. Have your own life. Make your own choices. I know it's really fucking hard. I've done it. I get it. But, like, what else is there, you know? Like, if you want to live freely, if you want to be who you are fully, like, sometimes you just have to do some shit and it hurts and it's hard. But... Um, I really believe that's important, and that's what I want to instill in my daughter as well. Yeah, what if you're like listening right now, and you're you have a stupid ugly boyfriend? He's doing like some dumb shit. Like you have headphones on, 
He's currently just doing some dumb shit in front of you right now. You're just watching him do some dumb shit. You know, break what I mean? up with him. Just yeah. do it. He's just fucking around with the toaster oven with like frozen him. pizza, and you're just like this dumb motherfucker, man. Life can Shoving be better. Fork into the toaster itself. Right. Yeah. Call just, of Duty's on pause. Yeah, he's, he's just like playing this. with the toaster and the fork. He's got like, a faux hawk. <laughs> dumb broke. It's just the couch is a futon. It's yeah. Oh yeah. my god! Just think about it. if that if that's you right now, I the I bed is a futon too. I think the it's bed good got advice. no frame. No, the bed the oh, bed's uh, yeah, the bed's yeah. just on the floor. It's just free ball in the floor. Look, man. To, yeah. to paraphrase El Roca, uh, this is just another podcast complaining about men. Mm. Trust me. Mm. Brap. Yeah, you're right. Uh, well, get used uh. to it, honey. Mm. That's all I've got to say about that. <laughs> Dump your stupid, ugly boyfriend. Pretty good advice. I mean, pretty good advice. Not gonna go wrong with that advice. Worst case scenario, you got rid of a guy who's. Yeah. Yeah. If he's both, yeah. You should, and you're young. Like travel, travel, go see some things. Get out of your parents' house. Love yourself. Yeah. Go there, out with your girlfriends. Look, there are three gems of uh, three men here who are gems. And we're not the only ones. You can find a combination of stupid and ugly, but none of us is (laughs) But not both. But not both. So you can Mm -hmm. shoot for the stars and find just one of those. Not all men are terrible, I I admit, because I don't think these motherfuckers are terrible. I have to say it. I don't want to say it. We're right. But Mm. it's true. And I'm like, wow, good men exist. They are in the world. I don't know where else they are, but I know that they're there. Look, I don't want I don't want to brag. But I was at Trader Joe's today, and uh, I helped somebody get something off of the top shelf. And oh the woman's boy. like, thank you very much. And I'm like, you're welcome. I think that makes me a pretty awesome dude. Yeah. yeah. What oh other dude God. would do that? I mean, That's who else would do that? He passed the test. I, that, that was, you know, that ooh, was low it. Bar. Low and bar, I didn't hit on her or make her feel uncomfortable. <laughs> I mean, the bar is ridiculously low. I literally just handed her a jar of pickles from the top shelf. Mm. But I mean, as, pr- as pickles were they like, and they were full pickles, and you still didn't say anything. Didn't they, say a word. Wow, didn't wow. make a comment. Good for you. Good for you. Wow, you're yeah. a hero. One of the good men. ones. I'm one of the good ones. <laughs> oh my god! Did a comment on the type of yeah, pickle? Yeah, just, good for you. Wow. Yeah. Good for you. Wow. It's, we're so proud of you, dude. We really are. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Chingus is the segment in which we talk about something that excites us, that we enjoy, look forward to, whatever. Usually it's like black and brown artists. Um, or the filet of fish. Sure, if that's what you consider to yikes. be. It brightens up my day. Well, you sound judgmental. Yikes. Okay. okay. So I'll start off with. Um, Omar Apollo, who I can't believe I didn't know about. One of my students put me on. I'm like the old lady who's asking her students, like, what are you guys listening to? And um, it's great because I get all, all of these like recommendations for different things. And, and so she said, Omar Apollo. I, I played it right there in the, in the class, just like. You know, why not? Let's listen. And it was really cool. And I realized it was great. And ever since then, I've been really obsessed. So I'd like to thank my student for letting me know. Um, Yeah, I think he's extraordinary. His voice is so beautiful and different. And he's a queer Latino. And yeah. And and, uh, another one, um, Mon Laferte who is um, an incredible singer. And she's like that kind of alternative chick that you've always looked up to, you know. I just, I like her vibe. All right, my, I got to see Chingiz, which is, uh, it, it started out as like stupid, but then got good. It was, uh, so if you follow like as closely as I do, just hip hop, dumb shit that doesn't matter at all <laughs> and kind of only happens on the internet type stuff. You might've heard that 21 Savage said at one point that Nas is not relevant. And then it took off and all the little, like all the, not little, but all like the hip hop podcasts and all that stuff is like, is like, is that 
Like, how could he say that? Or, da, da, da. Or, yeah, that was a yeah, while. That was a while back, right? <laughs> no, yeah. it was like a couple weeks ago. Recent. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really shit. recent. So it was like, so it was like, is 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 Nas relevant? Is Twenty One Savage fucked up for saying that? Like all kinds of dumb shit. Like in all kinds of people, and then just like all kinds of other like anyone would make a video and be like, let me tell you how I feel about this Twenty One Savage. <laughs> Not like it's just all kinds of dumb shit. but like it's just fucking stupid. And it doesn't make any sense. But what I and so like the whole the internet was going stupid for a minute about this because it's like sort of like new school versus old, like Atlanta, New York, like all this kind of shit was going on with that. But then I was, they just dropped a song and now it's Twenty One Savage, one mic, one gun, and it's fucking dope and beautiful. What I heard. Yeah, and that's why I was, was confused. I thought yeah. it was old talk. No, no, no. They just dropped that song. Mm-hmm. And Is it's that their super, little promo run, just like super dope song. They probably did that on purpose. No, he he mentioned it like on like you know that clubhouse shit yeah. where people just talk. He like he just it was like off the cut. It was just like random, and it was not even that strong wow. statement. And that then they, you know, awesome though. I gotta yeah. say, yeah, that's, yeah, that song's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, great. Awesome. It's great. It's great. It's really exciting. And so like that's great. And, and I feel like the fact that Nas uh, is an older dude in the mm-hmm. game, he took that and goes, all right, there's an opportunity here. He's, he didn't oh, even say that's it. That's really smart. Because otherwise, you could look at this and be like, well, fuck this dude for tarnishing my you know, my legacy. And you could have mm-hmm. gotten all petty on it. But the, the guy's been in the game for a minute. So he looked at the game and goes, I know what I can yeah. do here. I'm like, I'm going to bring him in on a track. We're going to destroy this shit. And then uh, it, I love that. Was, yeah. He was also unbothered by it. You know, you know right. what I, you know well, what you I, you get, to a certain, you get to a certain age and you don't give a fuck about a lot of this shit. Right. But I'm picturing that studio session really vividly right now because you know, when 21. folks have features, <laughs> it gets competitive sometimes. Oh, like this feature beat him on his own track. The, mm-hmm. the, the artist beat the feature, which they always should, but. You'd be surprised. So I wonder if they came together, made some royalty streaming loot. Yeah, um, and then, um, but then also got to be competitive. It's like, hey, let's talk about it. Let's rap about it. I just feel like if that wasn't staged, then they had a fucking competitive, athletic, damn near fucking studio yeah. experience. It's the beauty of rap, yeah. man. It's yeah. the beauty of hip hop, right yeah. there. When the guy's on a track and one on one, let's do it. Yeah, I can't look bad, man. You just you just destroyed that that yeah. that, that verse, and I'm like, I got to step back into the the booth and I got to redo that. Yeah, and it's, and, it, and the, the song is so. Sometimes they do that, like people will do that, and it's like just a token, sort of just bullshit song. No, this shit's hard. Hard. Yeah, I like it. Dope. It's dope. Nice. I have um, a similar Cichingas, um, you know, of the arts category. And um, I really enjoyed uh, Kiki Palmer on SNL yesterday. <laughs> and I know SNL's going through, like, a weird, like, growing pains with, like, a lot of staff leaving and, um, you know, like, young writers backfilling and whatever they're going through. But um, Kiki Palmer, we forget, is just mega talented. She was just in Nope. Um, she was the youngest uh, Cinderella in Broadway at 21. 21. 21. 21. Um, 20, I think she's 20, from 21. Chicago. Co- uh, correct me if I'm wrong in the comments or something, but pretty sure she's from here too. El Rocco. So she's would, just, would, yeah, would, yeah, gonna correct he's it. on it. He's on it. They are on it, whoever they are out there. <laughs> and um, But it was awesome. I enjoyed it. Um, the the originals, the the Keenan Thompsons, the, the Cecily Strongs at this point, they held it down. Um, and others and then the young folks stepped up and Akiki Palmer again because she's such a performer such an artist blended in like a cast member which you never see with guests mm. that was the, the thing that set her she's, apart that day just looked like off. another cast member oh wow so um yeah we don't talk about enough I know it's coming up more now we're talking about like why is no one talking about Kiki Palmer that's come up on the internet a few times now Oh, yeah, like this well, year. It's coming up. Why like, who said that? No, but it's like, why who not? Who said that? Yeah, who's El Rocca again? Yeah, El Rocca. <laughs> yeah, like, why are and people his... not talking about Kiki? SMH. We are shaking our head, but really enjoyed that. Um, She's yeah. naturally hilarious. Yeah, man. Like effortlessly funny. Uh, last week, uh, my Cichinguez was Mexicans underwater. <laughs> And uh, this week, my... You learned to swim. <laughs> I was inspired to learn to swim. Uh, not at all. Um, today, I'm celebrating Mexicans in space. Because uh, we belong there, too. Belong everywhere, motherfuckers. Um, Don't you want our tasty food, you dumb fucks? <laughs> <laughs> so- I'm picturing serving a taco underwater, like... <laughs> trying to make it work. <laughs> 
that Yelp review is not going to be great. <laughs> there was no season. Nah. So, so my the next fucks. My, <laughs> like I'm in the pool. Give me a minute. <laughs> Fucking dumb fucks. So Chicago. <laughs> Uh, the Mexican in space. So we've had Mexicans in space before. Like recently, we had uh, the the Mandalorian was uh, Pedro Pascal, um, and this time around, I'm watching. I just finished watching actually yesterday uh, the show Andor, which is a Star Wars show led by Diego Luna. And look, man, even if you don't like the Star Wars nerdy like all that shit, this is a fucking wonderful uh, TV show. It is a perfect first season of a show. Uh, and I'm putting it on par with like if you guys have ever watched like Breaking Bad or I love the first season of Lost or uh, what's another really good one that I can uh, off the top of my head like a really solid first season the like Wire an, like the Wire yes perfect the Wire Prison Break so even it's first season. it's on that yeah. level where mm. the, it is it is you you it's almost getting very no I, and I don't do that I, yes. I will not I hear yeah. the I hear the I will matching. not put a lot of shows next to these shows right it is just a nuanced depiction of the and spoiler alert here, but no, go ahead. Stop. If you don't want to fucking listen to this, I'm not spoiling it too much. It is the origin of a revolutionary and a revolution, right? So if you know mm. star Wars, this isn't a spoiler at all. You know that this is kind of what's the beginning, but it's nuanced. The, they act their fucking asses off. They provide so much perspective. I I'm, I'm super impressed with the show and I can't wait for season two. What's and again, again? Uh, Andor. Andor. put more motherfucking Mexicans in space. And or I'll beat your ass. No. Jesus. Damn. Okay, we're gonna <laughs>